from Landgrant <laughs> Brewing Company, Columbus, Ohio. I'm good at that. Oh, that's good. Did you like that? Were you recording that one? Yeah. Land Grant Brewing presents Land Grant University. Beers with the Brewers. Welcome to another episode of Land Grant University Presents Beers with the Brewers podcast. My name is Eric. I am the Assistant General Manager of the Tap Room, and I am joined today by Creative Director Walt Keys. Uh, yeah, I, I'm here. <laughs> assistant to the General Tap Room? Assistant to the General Tap Room Manager, okay. that's right. Yeah, sorry. Thank you for correcting me there. <laughs> <laughs> Holding me accountable. Uh, we have our Communications Director on today, Meredith Miles. Hi, everybody. And, of course, Captain of the Ship, Dan Schaefer, Head Brewer. Ahoy. And we have a special three-off episode going on here. We're, we're going to be drinking three different beers. We brought back, Trifecta. We've brought back Quadrahopic, which is a little bit in conflict with what I just said, because quad obviously refers to four. We're drinking three beers. But I'll let, uh, I'll let Walt or Meredith this, explain why, why it's three instead of four. Well, it's three because they're, that's how many we made. But also, <laughs> um, it's three because... These are available in a variety 12-pack in which you get all three of these beers, but you also get our delicious and uh, year-round... And fan favorite. And fan favorite. Yeah, recently crowned champion of the... The people's champ. The March Madness uh, Beer Madness Bracket. Oh, sure, IPA. Um, These are all great IPAs, and uh, we wanted to include Osher in that for folks that maybe haven't tried it. And um, they're going to get Osher, and hopefully they like that one too. But, um, yeah, these are – and I'll let Dan get into this more, but uh, these are, yeah, three, I think, kind of like evolutions of some of our favorite quad uh, recipes from the past. Yeah, because today we're talking about Quadrahopic version 301, 302, and 303. So. And quad, the first quadrahopic, or the first line, quadrahopic, we retired that line before I started working here. But we, from what I understand, it's four different oh, uh, apps. Yeah. That's why yeah. it's called quadrahopic. So, yeah, yes. each, each variation of quadrahopic includes a different combination of four different hops. Yeah. Well, Dan, why don't you talk to us about which, uh, which one are we starting with? We're doing 301 first? Yeah, starting with 301, I will also mention that that um, Osher batch that we put into this was super good, and that was the one that we ended up sending to World Beer Cup. So when that invariably wins a medal... <laughs> Not to be confused with World Beard Cup, which is what no. I thought you said. No. <clears throat> also, it would be a craft brewing thing. frightening. Um, <laughs> that's yeah, that's true. Hall across. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every, yeah. every day is World Beer Cup in the brewery. But, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, let's go so, for the gold, yeah. Uh, the, the only way that you would be able to uh, try the Osher batch that won... Uh, the metal would be to get the quarter hop pack. So there you go. Ooh, that's a hard sell. I like it. So 301, for some reason, we put the numbers on these in the opposite <laughs> of how we brewed them chronologically. Yeah. I think probably just to confuse me. But um, I, I have to say I was pretty confused myself through the whole process because, <laughs> yeah, working off previous numbers but updated recipes and changing the numbers and... But I think we, I think we got there. Yeah, they all have a label on them. So and they're I, all they're <laughs> all made with four hops, so they're yeah, all there's. qualifying quadrahopic beers. Um, so I think three hundred one was originally 
203 just to, you know, really muck things up nicely. Um, (laughs) So this, uh, all of these, by the way, are uh, 6.7% ABV and around 60-ish IBUs. Um, So this was, the original was Mosaic, Bravo, Centennial, and Equinot. Um, That is still the case, but we decided to... So the, the idea for this one was to do uh, the, the Scott Janish IPA book had just come out and um, he had listed all hops that have like super high oil content. So we just picked a bunch that we liked and threw them together and see you know, like how intense it could be. Uh, so we did the same thing this time, only we do use the like cryo uh, versions of all of these. So they're all double concentrated. Um, so Mosaic, Centennial, and Equinaut were all... Uh, Yakima Chief Cryo and the Bravo was a Hopsteiner product called uh, Lupulin Pellets. So there you go. Uh, the base for all of these is just uh, a base Pils malt, super clean, little bready, uh, kind of get out of the way, let the hops do the things, and um, uh, just a West Coast Chico yeast, also super clean for all of these. There you go. Man, it's good. I get like I know we've got like that like bubblegum listed as one. I get that kind of like candied like bubblegum flavor a lot. Yeah, it's I feel like, like the smell. I just poured more into my glass and was really trying to like take my and that's where I pick up a little bit of that bubblegum hint. Mm-hmm. The, like candy top flavor, which is delicious. It's the tropical fruits that stick out to me on this one. But Dan, did I did I hear you say that this was two oh three at one point and now it's three oh one? Is that what you just said? Yeah. It's impossible. Let's run it back. So that <laughs> was, but, 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 but what I'm getting at is, this is these are not necessarily new recipes. Um, every one of these was adjusted. Okay. I mean, for if not the amounts of hops we use, this got a bump in terms of the amount of hops we. Well, they all did. Yeah. Um, but you know, also all, these have all been filtered through our new processes. Um, mm-hmm. So these yeah. are beers that yeah. people haven't tasted so they're, like they're, this. Yeah. So that, like these combinations are the combination of hops is repeated, but the processes and the it's better the and the, the specific yeah. versions of those hops in some cases has changed. That makes complete sense because I don't remember calling having a beer that tasted quite like this uh, before, and I, I'm sure I've had all the quadrahopic iterations of past. I do feel like this one has this um, like extra hop bite, little almost like burn at the end that I'm getting from it, and as I'm drinking it, and it's interesting to kind of contrast that with like what I'm getting from the beer, like aromatically speaking, versus like the sort of the bite of that hop. But it's it's good. It's it's tasting really really sharp it's good bitterness quality of um of the hops would vary mm-hmm. uh probably what you're getting there is uh, our friend equinot that's what i figured because it's a adam more distinctive just loves. A, um <laughs> it's a little yeah, more should distinct. we get adam over here to try uh he loves an equinot beer <laughs> that was one of the first beers that i remember when i first started working here was Some, yeah. the beer called adam verse equinot adam verse equinot yeah <laughs> Yeah, if you guys can't sense the tongue-in-cheekness of this conversation, <laughs> our co-founder and president, uh, Adam, uh, does not like. He's a pretty apple, equal opportunity oh, drinker, but, yeah, but that's you know, not his. Adam, just like anyone else, has his own tastes yeah. and preferences, and uh, he likes some beers that I don't like, and I'm sure I like some beers that he doesn't like. Yeah, that's why yeah. we have a beer for everybody here we can find, you know? It's especially in that quadrahopic four-pack. Yeah. Amen. Hey. Well, where does this one rank? 301 on our crushability scale, if we're... Talking about crushability, three or one. I mean, the like the 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 on brand thing to do would be to say four, um, but 
I could drink quad yeah. of these. Because uh, there's four, in, there's three, <laughs> in, there's three in this but, there, but it's quadra hop. Okay. Oh, I see. Yes, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm gonna say, uh, I'm gonna say five. This is very drinkable, very delicious. And uh, spoiler alert: I'm probably gonna say the same for all three of these beers. <laughs> Well, not to have stolen my own thunder, but I actually think I am going to say I could drink a quad of these for, uh, I think it's the kind of sting of the Equinot a little bit that for me would maybe, I might change it up. It's it's not that I don't enjoy the flavor, it's just it kind of builds for me. So I would say I'd stick to four over here from a 301 perspective. Yeah, I'm actually uh, at a four too. Um, four also, or a four two? Forty two. Four point two. A lot of numbers on today's podcast. Yeah. It's mathematical, indeed. Uh, mostly just because uh, I do think that it's a very saturated hop flavor with this, and that sort of candied flavor can be uh, a bit much. Um, if anything, I think I'd want like a little bit more bitterness in this to um, mm-hmm. kind of balance that out. But I mean. I will say, uh, before we like crown a winner, if we're going to do that, uh, that I, I've decided that all three of these at some point were, was my favorite and then I switch. It's so. like children. I did the same thing uh, the other night because uh, well, I'm going to go ahead and say that this is a four for me too. I think this one's a little bit heavier in the mouthfeel uh, than some of the other ones. We'll get to that. But uh, it's still incredibly tasty and piney, which I really like. Um, but yeah, I we did a blind taste test with the bartender. Did you say four? I did say four. All right, I'm yeah. just going to change my answer to four <laughs> <laughs> because it's we just it makes the most sense, man. That makes the most sense. All right, I guess we got to ring that bell. Yeah. All right, let's let's, let's ring it's, the gong I mean, for that. Yeah, it'd, be, it'd sort of be silly to give it a four point two five. I don't know if you guys have noticed, but I changed the bell noise from the ding ding yeah. to more of like a gonging church yeah. bell, which I think oh, is a okay. more appropriate. I like it better. Uh, I can't say that I I, do, I usually don't listen to the episodes. Um, why? Because I'm here. Because <laughs> you live it? I experience them it in real time, the and I remember every second of each one. Shall we move on to 302? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm ready. Oh, I can't wait. I've poured, and I'm prepared. Did you already pour it? Uh, yeah. I, well, yeah, while well, you guys were talking about whatever you were talking about, yeah, I, I guess whenever you're not hosting, well, thanks you for got listening. a lot of, <laughs> you got, you got a lot of free time when you're not hosting. Whatever you were talking about, I was busy pouring my beer. All right. Well, Dan, take us through. Uh, take us. Tell us the story of Quadrahopic three, o two. So this was, I believe, one o three. If uh, I would not want to see the spreadsheet, man. I should have made this one three o one. That would have made more sense. One o three, three o one. At well. least this one is in the middle chronologically, <laughs> which it was. You know, if you, if you go the other way. Um, so this was uh, in the first year that we did quad this is everyone's favorite um this is kind of the although a very different beer now um kind of the basis for the recipe that became oh sure um uh what the heck did we do yeah uh simcoe citra whole melon and cashmere uh which is super tasty hop combo um i was originally trying to go for something uh very mango-y um Which ish, I think I get more passion fruit on this, but um, we um, basically I dorked out on it and took uh, like a, a scientific breakdown of the compo- compounds in a mango, 
and then assigned a hop to each of those compounds in the ratio that they exist in mangoes and then stuck it in the beer. Wow. Yeah, I remember when Is you it first... Is it worth it? No. I remember, but, well, I remember uh, when you first did this and you explained that process, and I, that was a... It kind of blew my mind a little bit to, to break it down in that well, way. Well, I think that's what's so interesting is sort of like when you have, <clears throat> I don't know, you have this spectrum of beers, we'll call it, and to understand how you make the decisions you make and everything like that, thinking and understanding that breakdown of process, nerdy or otherwise, it's, it's really interesting. Because, again, it's a level of complexity I don't think a lot of people maybe think about, much less appreciate when they're sipping on it. I actually get, I feel like I get a lot of, like, melon from it. That's really what, when I take a sip and sort of contrast yeah. to everything, I get a lot of almost like a, and this is, might be a, my palate thing, I almost get like pumpkin, but not like in the artificial sense, but in like the gourd sense, like in that sort of melon adjacency, but. Oh, all right. Huh. I think that whole melon hop definitely is the is the, the victor of, of this particular, it's sort for of, me. When I say pumpkin, I mean it tastes like carving a pumpkin smells. That's like very specific, but okay. <laughs> you know, this isn't a sensory panel where that has to be something that the the masses get. But yeah. I definitely pull melon. Okay, yeah, yeah, I definitely also get a lot of melon, and yeah, I love I love whenever we do a beer with whole melon or Huel melon. However you say it. How do you say it, Dan? Huel, 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 H U L. I I just say hull. Yeah, because there's there's alternate spellings of it, right? Sometimes it has an e, sometimes it doesn't have an e. Yeah. I feel like sometimes it even has, not an umlaut, it has something on it, too, some of the ones I've seen, but nevertheless, hull. Yeah. <laughs> well, hull. that cashmere hop has also given us a little bit of melon flavor. I'm a big fan of cashmere hops myself. That was one of my favorites of them. The, uh, what would we call the Lonely Hops Club? Lonely Hops Club Beers. That was my favorite. <laughs> you found it. I know. It took me a second. I had to talk myself through it. That was you nailed it. First try. Yeah. Um, what I also think is kind of interesting about this brand, this Quadrahopic series, is that they all taste like quadrahopic, and none of them. There's there's only one hop that crosses over between the three different styles, uh, and it's uh, in 302 and 303 both have the citra hop. Outside of that, they're all they're all different. Pretty cool, Dan. Pretty cool trick you pulled off there. <laughs> yeah, and it, it it is cool to drink um, these beers back to back. Where you can you can you can experience like the similarities, but they do really all have their own unique character. Right. And you know, a lot of people are like, oh, an IPA is an IPA is an IPA. But like, if you drink these three beers back to back, they they definitely taste different. You can definitely you can definitely immediately understand the differences 100%. between the hops and, and what they bring to the table. And um, which I guess uh, that makes it exciting to be able to buy it in a variety pack and bring all three home with you and just try them one after the other and uh, and pick your favorite. And That's one of those things I do think is cool is like the sort of built-in sampler of, you know, like you come and get a flight, you basically can crack these and ha- like, like we're doing today and tasting them sort of back to back to back is, is super impactful. I think if you drank them, you know, Monday, then Tuesday, then Wednesday, sure, you would still notice a difference, but being able to sit here and do it like meaningfully, truly crack it and taste it, it's, it's a fun little exercise. Yeah, yeah. and I'm definitely, I'm definitely guilty of like I'll order my first beer at the at the bar, and I'll kind of just roll with that for the rest of the uh, mm-hmm. rest of the afternoon or evening. And this definitely makes the case for like 
switching it up mm-hmm. and, and comparing and contrasting. Because you can't. Because yeah. you, cr- you wanted to crush four, <laughs> but there's only three in the 12-pack. So you'd have to switch that fourth one to a different one. That's true. Or yeah. you could just have a double up. Or you buy two two twelve packs. Yeah, There's so true. many options. There's the shout combinations to, are endless. Shout out to Tony, our sales director, for coming up with a variety pack idea. I think yeah. it was a good move. I'm already working on my second variety pack at home uh, now, and I think this just came out what last week. Yeah, I mean, we've only had it out. I, we announced yeah, it. We announced it like, sort of publicly. They've kind of been rolling out yeah, since uh, since basically like the last first. Week. Right? No, no, I was thinking last week. Maybe it was last, week. last yeah. week. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we sent them to the distributor on the first thing we were rolling yeah. out last week. But yeah, so they should be, they should be kind of becoming available pretty much throughout Columbus at this mm-hmm. point. Um, so head to your, your local craft beer retailer of choice and pick one up. And if you can't find it there, we do have them at the tap room. Mm-hmm. Um, Available for carryout as well. Yeah, and it's important to point out that you, these aren't on draft in the tap room. These are... True, true exclusives. Can exclusives. Yeah. Right. Can packaged IPAs. It's rare that we do that. Variety, but yeah, it's, it, but it's exciting. It makes it, it makes it feel extra special, which it is, to bring these back. And there's a lot of love. I, I field a lot of questions and comments about the Quadrahop series in general. So it's exciting to have them back. Well, let's close the book on 302 and uh, do the crushability. Where are we at? That's uh, a four for me. <laughs> <laughs> I, too, would actually say a four. It's a four. A four. I think this one's a five for me. I think oh, it's. A, I think, look at this guy. I know, I know. Well, I think this one's a little bit lighter body and the in the mouthfeel. I think it's a little bit easier to crush. I can take down five of these. Uh, okay. okay. Right, right, so that averages right, to a, a breezy right. four point two five. I'm not going to be like a Walt and just conform to peer pressure. I am taking the path of least resistance here. Look at that pour. That's perfect. <laughs> wow! Really nailed it. Nice, nice head on this beer. <laughs> Where's <Dan>. the beer? <laughs> <laughs> It's okay. It's Mine's about to do the same thing. Beautiful head retention. And I I, I've I got a good four and a half fingers worth of foam here. There's a, a true art I, to holding a microphone and pouring a beer. Quarter pint. Malt has yeah. not perfected it yeah, yet. Yeah, the, the single hand can open plus pour is a real talent with these microphones. So the, that was the sound of us uh, opening up some uh, 303, which is the one I'm most excited about because... And I'll, we'll, we'll see here before I have my first sip. This was the one that I, is my favorite of the pack that I've been drinking okay. at home. So I'll see if that remains to be true. Yeah, so there was uh, some in- intentionality, both in terms of um, trying to pick res- from recipes that um, we all really liked, but also trying to pick three IPAs that were very different from one another. So if um, 301 kind of represents new age with all the cryo hops, and uh, 302 represents um, kind of your your current classic IPA with this you know the um, Simcoe uh, Citra combo there. Uh, this is a little bit more old school uh, with all the sea hops in it. Uh, being uh, cast- sea is in the letter, not as in the ocean. Yeah, correct, Amundo. <laughs> They are aged at sea. Ahoy. <laughs> Ahoy, he says. Uh, so this is uh, Cascade Citra Centennial and Comet. Um, uh, the, I think the original, we had equal uh, portions of each and um, did them both, like all four in the hot side and cold side. I think we mixed it up. It was, um, what did we do? Centennial and Comet on the hot side. And Citra and Cascade dry hop this time. But, um... It's funny, I feel like when you're at home drinking these, traditionally you would drink them out of the can. 
but I feel like the value of even us just sitting here and pouring them into a glass, mm. the experience, it's, it's a lot more unique, especially if you're tasting them next to each other because you've got the aroma... You can really pull from the glass that that you can. I mean, I could just smell these three beers and t- smell the difference, much less the taste. But it's really, I really enjoy this one. It makes me feel good that you said this is an old school throwback because that's my that was my thought when I cracked my first one open last week uh, of the three hundred three was that man, this tastes like a really old school IPA, and that's why I think why I really yeah was drawn to it. The citrusy AF, yeah, that's good. I mean, it's weird that there's um kind of an impression of maybe there's no crystal malt in this but there's a, like a honey impression yeah, that I, I got, got. A, like a hint of almost like it's like sweet but mm. not sweet I don't know it's yeah. like a yeah. just subtle perceived sweetness yeah nostalgic this has been um, uh, my go to for um, for uh, beer to pair with dinner I think Ooh, it, it goes this one goes really well with food um yeah, I can see that. You know, that's something we've been missing on the Beers, uh, Brewers podcast. We should do that segment where what we would this pair with. I know we used to do that, but I think a, a nice taco, I think, would go good with this 303. What kind of taco? Probably a pork taco, right? What kind of pork? Carnitas. Okay. Shredded. <laughs> I'd go with like a like an al pastor with the pineapple. That sounds nice. pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I think I this would go that. great with jerk chicken. <laughs> 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 we used to do... This this is before your time. Deep cut. Uh, we used to do the which which Ray Ray's item with this go this beer go really well. Oh uh, yeah, okay. But like we every week we would all just be like, so go great with the jerk chicken. Yeah. <laughs> I think it is hard though sometimes when, you, when you've got sort of a very universally appealing and appeasing beer that's like refreshing and crisp. It can wash down pretty much anything. You're, you know, if it just pairs well, literally with food. I had it with the, ice cream last night. It was yeah. great. <laughs> yeah, a little affogato. Yeah. <laughs> like a like a tortellini, like a buttered noodle, like a like a <laughs> spaghetti with a little bit of butter. What if we did spaghetti a la quadrupedic? When you eat, you know, when you eat your kids' leftover spaghetti, we're with, on something with here. butter on it. <laughs> yeah, it'd go great with that. What did you, what did you pair with, Dan? When you uh, what, you said you cut this up with dinner the other day, fish tacos. Oh yeah, yeah. there we go. That'd be great. That's, yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Fried or grilled? Fried, yeah. please. Right. He's the captain. <laughs> all these, uh, all these, sea, these hops, sea hops. These yeah. sea hops really. <laughs> Let's bring it these full circle salty, here. Salty bitter hops. <laughs> Coming into port. Arg. All right. Well, let's 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 wrap uh, let's wrap three hundred three up then with our our final uh, crushability. Oh man, you ready for a twist? I am ready. I don't know if you're going to go up or down. Oh, I know where I'm going. I'm not going down. I'm this is a. I would. I'm gonna, <laughs> This is really. This one's really, really good. Um, I'm going to go with the. Uh, get this a, a six. I'm going six. Hey, you know what's funny is I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, I, I definitely am going to a five. But I was like, well, I could this probably. is a. This is a very responsible six up yeah, because, because it's, it's six point seven. Like you, do it at home. Arrange for a ride home. Um, whatever I, they're all six seven. Actually. I feel I like the awesome. it's it's interesting to do the crushability kind of relative to each other because rating them by themselves versus in comparison. So I feel like I should, I, I think I would lean toward this one being the higher of the three for me. But I think it's exponential. So I'm gonna say six. Yeah, if, if I brought on the, the the variety pack and I like and I drank through the three varieties as we ever, as we're doing right now. And then I was like, "All right, well, can I have two more of these?" I would have. <laughs> You're gonna have I would have two more of these. This is three hundred three, but 
that's not they're all, I, I really enjoyed all three of them but I think this is my favorite I don't want to disrupt. I have a question for the for the group, but we'll do it after you guys rank it. I just it made me think of a question. Well, I'm gonna go ahead and just throw my six out there now, then because oh. I'm ready for the question. But also, this is my favorite can design as well, too. So I don't know if that's influencing my. You're a six as well. I like the color palette of this one too. Yeah. yeah. Do we need to ask the captain? Yeah, of course. No, it's um, <laughs> it's a six. Uh, <laughs> uh, hey. um, I I only had one when I was working the fryer, though. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, you don't want to mess around with that. It, all, it does also uh, makes a lovely fry batter as well. Oh, do, do you guys have yeah. a, a deep fryer at the Schaefer household? Uh, I, I just um, use my Dutch oven, but oh, okay. sure. Mm-hmm. I wonder if our uh, sixes were influenced by the fact that we had two beers before this. And we're like, you know what? I can keep going. You just, just kind of cut loose. Yeah. All inhibitions are gone. Maybe that's yeah. something all about decorum. the whole series. It's all true. decorum is over. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah well, went from four, five, six. I mean, That's you just climb the ladder there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there is a progression. Get loose, baby. Okay, this is a really sort of obscure question, but Walt, your comment made me think of this. When you are eating or drinking something, and say you have a variety of things, whether it's on your plate or beers in front of you or whatever it is, if you find that you like or favor something more than the other, do you go to it first or do you like save it for last? This is a great question. That's my wife, uh-huh. who eats all food, trying to optimize her final bite to of be the all favorite. Food. Yeah, whether it's a sandwich or yes. a steak, sure, or pasta, whatever. She tries to optimize her final bite. So, like a sandwich would go like out to in, presumably. Yeah, like she around. wants to have that like, <laughs> like yeah, maximize the, the final the, bite. The I get it. Yeah. <laughs> I will say if there's something on my plate that I. I don't like or I like less than the rest of it, I will eat that first. Yeah, you knock it out. Yeah, absolutely. You get that over with. Does everybody feel that way? I actually portion mine out a little bit more scientifically where there's a part where it's like three quarters of my meal is the best part of the meal. So that's where I'm going to save the best bite for. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of dipping around. And then by the time where I'm already like too full to really enjoy anything anymore, but it's still food on the plate that I'm going to finish... I make sure that I've gotten my favorite bites in before I've gotten Sure, there. that makes sense. Maximize yeah, the enjoyment. Like, there's like yeah, a portion yeah. element of this to take sure. into exactly. consideration, yeah. But yeah, generally you want to save the best for last. But yeah, I absolutely. feel like that's a good, it's a good exercise yeah. at like a Thanksgiving table when you're kind of getting a little bit of everything and you're going to taste all the things. But once you've kind of tasted everything, I know some people who eat item by item, which to me is a little crazy. Well, it's also what's yeah. going to stay hottest the We're longest. We're not robots, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, Come on. French fries, like, if you let french fries sit for too long, they're not good anymore. So you got to make sure you get those in quicker. It's true. So anyway, that's also... Sorry, I know that was a really kind of strange question. Yeah. Dan, what about you? Do you th- One, like- I'm sorry for derailing this episode with my, uh, my <laughs> culinary comments, but... Um, I think you've enhanced yeah. it. I'm with Walt in the sense that if there's something that I'm just kind of mad on, I'll eat that first. But also, I think that is the ultimate sign of an amazing meal and a balanced plate is that you look at everything and you cannot decide what you want to shove in your face next. Yeah. 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 So my favorite meals are all like that, where Mm -hmm. like the sides are just as good as the main. Mm -hmm. And you're just like, I have no idea what I want to shove in Or even better, it's a meal where you can just like... Mix it all Mix in together. It all like up a, a little bit. Mexican dish for Thanksgiving this, dinner. That. Yeah. There is that too. Yeah. Like beer and ice cream. All right. So, sorry. Do yeah, we all like your off, your off avocado <laughs> quadra hopping? We all, all right. We all chimed in on the crushability. Yeah, we rang that I bell. Think so. Oh yeah. yeah. That's yeah. right. The we bell, the gong. Don't you guys hear that church the bell? The buzzer. Oh, there it is. But it's yeah. Easter soon. 
So yeah, it makes sense. Or well, it's, it's, it, was, it, it was it was Easter. It was. Well, at the time of recording. Upon, uh, speaking of which, it also upon time of recording is National Beer Day. So happy National Beer really? Day to all of you! Wow, on the you day know, of recording or the day of release? The recording. day of recording. Uh, but you know, to, 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 to people that. at Land Grant Brewing, Can we get a every nice day is National Beer Day. We almost planned it. We all sure. came to work today. That was beautiful. That was a lot better than if we claimed to Slam our glasses in each Well, it's, it's, gosh, it's been a pleasure to drink a beer with you guys on National Beer Day. I would <laughs> rather drink it with anybody else. <laughs> it just means so much more now. And with our <laughs> listeners, too, whenever they might find this, they can save it for next year for National Beer Day and just really hold on to it and savor the episode. Um, I know we did talk about this from the origin story, a little bit of Quadrahopic. Um, I did want to ask you, Walt, and or Dan, Specifically, like the obviously there are four hops in these beers and these recipes, so quad, quadrahopic makes sense. How did you come up with sort of from a design perspective? You've got this really cool like spirograph inspired, very colorful look and feel. And then also, mm-hmm. when you guys concepted this as like a recipe in general, was it did it start with like quad for whatever, or was it more like you're doing yeah. this artisanal thing and then it kind of backed into the name? I'm just curious where it It started originated. with the four hops. Like, I remember we decided to do, like... I don't know if it was necessarily, like, planned as, like, a series in this way, but it was mm-hmm. definitely planned as, like, we want to do a beer with four hops for whatever reason. I don't remember why we decided that, but it was definitely on, like, the assignment. It was, like, mm-hmm. beer with four hops. For, <laughs> I don't know. And so I was... uh I was trying to think of a name for the beer, and and normally, and I don't know if, if this is why, but like normally we're not like we're gonna do a beer with four hops, but like <laughs> because we said that it was in my head of like four hops, like four, like what are we gonna do with four? There's got to be something there, and like I remember, I remember I was on three fifteen stuck in traffic in the rain, and I I just like the word. Quadrahopic popped into my head and I wasn't listening to like Quadrophenia or anything like that um, but like that name like just popped into my head I'm like oh that could be kind of cool and do like a psychedelic like kind of thing yeah um, and so yeah I, so I came up I had that name idea and then I came in and, and started messing around with like the hop Icon and like putting the four of them together, and it was kind of creating this like, like repeating, like interlocking pattern. And so it was a little different than the one that's on the can now, but um, and then like that, that image kind of took me to like the idea of like a spirograph and like all these interlocking lines creating this pattern kind of thing. Um, I feel like, and in- then like I think by this point we were like this could be kind of a series. So I was like, oh, it'd be cool if we did this, and like the the design elements stay the same, but you've got these like gradients of mm-hmm. four colors in the background that kind of change from beer to beer to beer to differentiate them from one another. Um, and yeah, so we did we did two. Like, the idea was to do like a quarterly quad, and like the first year we did four, and then the second year we did four. And so that's where the numbers come from. So, like, the first year we did it was 101, 102, 103, 104. Second year, 201, 201, 201, 203, 204. And then then, uh, I think we stopped doing it pandemic times, maybe. Um, 
and uh, and then so bringing it back 301 would be the, so it's like the yeah. third season I, I think of we it. actually did 301 and then we decided did we? to shift that was when we started doing the only hops club mm. yeah 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 and then uh, and then part of the idea w- with this beer was to like innovate and and test out hops and and the combinations of hops um and like the quadrahopic series like directly led to Osher um Osher being like a version of mm-hmm. I don't remember which number it was but 103 one yeah <laughs> and so like which is actually yeah 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 which you yeah, I, 302 yeah, <laughs> which I say now as, and I realized Duh. Dan mentioned that earlier but yeah like maybe a niner in there yeah yeah the idea sure. was to, like test things out and, yeah. and see how the hops play together and and hopefully like find a find a recipe that we really like that could be a you know a more a beer that's around yeah. more I kind um, of remember it since it was you know I was consuming it as a customer as opposed to an employee but I feel like my recollection of the experience was kind of like almost like artisanal playground style like it was an opportunity to have see what like you guys came up with and kind of what worked and I I just know that from a sort of spirograph perspective that was like a very key core childhood game experience whatever you want to call it activity for me and there's something about it that resonates and I find it so like almost like mesmerizing even if it's just static like looking at a label and like I just there's a lot to look at I think it's really cool and I I like the fact that there's the through line of them all but there's still uniqueness to each of them and like the four colors versus the I don't know I think it's really great cool yes ready for five (laughs) a hobbit yeah I'm glad to have it back and yeah also the box looks really cool it was exciting to bring it back and especially like from a because these beers aren't sitting sort of on their own on the shelf, it could get a little we could get a little weirder with the label, and so like the quadrahopic on the right side is like it's hard to read. I understand that, but that's by design, and it's a uh, you know it's supposed to be fun and weird and and cool. But uh, yeah, the the fact that these are in a box kind of like opens up the the opportunity mm-hmm. to like strip some things away and just. Uh, make it a little different, which is I also exciting. think that the actual design of the IPA variety pack is very cool. There's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of great art on a lot of labels and stuff out there, and I feel like the appeal of that box alone is really unique, but still very land-grant, which is very cool. So kudos. That's awesome. All right. Well. Should we get into the events? <laughs> yeah, we have a lot going on at the tap room as spring comes into focus here. It's getting warm. It's getting better every day, much like the band Campbell. Um, here we go. This Saturday at noon, the Cincinnati Domestic Duck Rescue Unit, Long Bottom Ranch, Long Bottom Bird Ranch is here. They will be here as part of their Birds and Brews Brewery Tour Stop. Um, you can come down here to Land Grant Tour Tap Room in a beer garden, and you can pet, hold, and take photos with the rescued ducks. It's going to be awesome. And that is like real ducks. Real this is, these aren't like ducks. Uh, real these aren't hockey quacking. players. These are real <laughs> flapping, flying, swimming ducks. I don't think they fly. Do these they aren't hockey players. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They may not be mighty, but they are cute. Yeah. And they're resting. so come down here and touch a duck. And then the crew are playing. Also, they're playing the New, New England Res- Rev- Revolution. 
Uh, that match is at 7.30. Uh, come down, pregame with us, head to the match from the tap room, short ride, short walk, short scoot, or we'll have the game on here if you don't have tickets. Sunday, we don't have any events, but Ray Ray's and Mikey's are always here. It's beer garden season. That's like my favorite thing. Is Weather's going to be nice. Get out so here nice. and have a, have a meal. Grab your Quadropic 12-pack to go home. Yeah. It's good. You should live it up. Spring's, spring's here once again. Um, Monday nights, our spring Monday night cornhole league is kicking off. Uh, summer session registration starts soon. So if that's something you're into, uh, check us out on social. We'll post about it. Uh, that is run by our friends at gocornhole.com. You can head to that site for all the details um, if that's something you're interested in. And every Tuesday in April, our good friend Travis Hoisher, uh, friend of the pod, as people on podcasts say, he's hosting that's a th- he's hosting themed bingo nights here. Bingo? Prize we got prizes, yeah. we got bingo. Um, I saw him setting one up the other day or testing it out, and it looks like a lot of fun. So if you are uh, if you're an old soul and you want to play some bingo, come on down. We got that. We got beer. We got bingo. Mm-hmm. We got Travis. The weather's nice. It's out in the beer garden. It's it's a good time. Yeah, so that's going to be at 6.30 every Tuesday in April. Um, yeah. Uh, so we got some other stuff coming up. I, I know it's out there. Jenny's Strawberry Jam. Um, that's coming soon. That's going to be Memorial Day weekend. Put that on your calendar. Uh, we got a big big summer planned. Yeah. Lots of action. Most of our kind of official summer beer garden sort of season programming will kick off May 1st. So we're about, what are we at, Mid, mid-April mid right now upon release. So a couple more weeks. But I think later this week upon release of the podcast, so will go the news of everything we've got lined up, especially a really sharp-looking May, month of May. Yeah. So. And, like, so, yeah, returning returning favorites, some new stuff for the, for the summer. But, uh as always, it'll be busy down here in Franklinton, and uh, we hope to see you down here. And so, yeah, next week, what are we talking about? We're talking about, what are we talking about? We're talking about the fourth <laughs> beer in the IPA variety pack. Thanks for asking. Um, it's interesting, Good actually. Segue. Yeah, you know, it's one of those things where when we're talking about these four sort of exclusive to the IPA variety pack, sometimes we don't want to neglect the, the mainstays or the, the always present. So we're going to actually be talking about Osure. Next week, which I think will be perfect timing given the IPA discussion here. And we're going to be welcoming our friends from the Cap City Half Marathon on to join us as well because uh, recently announced, Osher is the official beer of the Cap City Half Marathon this year. There's going to be a really cool limited edition commemorative can for finishers to get their hands on. And we're going to have some fun running events here. Uh, We had one earlier this week. And we'll be having um, one more long run before the race, but we'll talk about all that next week. Yeah, there you good. go. I'm excited about that because, you know, I've been drinking Osher since it was born. I think it's been tasting better than ever lately these Agreed. last few weeks, so I'm ready to talk about it again. I thought you were going to say it's, it's time to start running. <laughs> nah. so I've just been drinking too much Osher. Nah, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. And actually, spoiler alert for our runners out there, we will be, um, one of the cool things we'll be adding in the summer months is a run club here at Land Grant on Monday nights starting in May. So, mm-hmm. Mark your calendars. Yeah. Shout out to our friends at Fleet Feet for uh, helping us out with that. Sweet. Well, we did it, guys. We We made it through the trifecta of the quadrahopic. Well, I think we're all (laughs) feeling pretty good after, yeah, going through the trifecta (laughs) of the the trinity, the holy trinity of quadrahopics. 
Yes, yeah. this is a blast. I'm so glad that we got to do it. And I'm looking forward to drinking some more of these when I get home. Uh, finishing off that 12 pack in my there fridge. There you go. Finish, well, yeah. Finishing off a 12 pack you already started, not in that's one right. sitting. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Drink responsibly. Don't correct sure. him. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Yeah. I'm home. Always, crushing. always <laughs> drink responsibly. Exactly. And please tip your bartenders. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Tip your bartenders here. Tip your bartenders everywhere. We'll see you on the same channel next week. Cheers, same, same channel, same time. That's, that's what they say. <laughs> that's what they that's say. Right. Nailed it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Bye.